Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. The Gaze Pathfinder podcast on the planet, where we ask the hard questions like If a water elemental is thrown into the sea and you pull it out, is it still made of the same water that you threw it in with? Oh shit. Okay. Well, no, probably not. Would that not imply that the water isn't the actual elemental? Okay. <laughs> this is a hard question because water's fucking yeah. weird and you can't, like, keep track of water molecules. Well, maybe you can with these. Maybe it's like special water. Is it? Maybe each molecule is in itself like aware, like... What what if each molecule is in itself a water elemental and they just kind of stick together like a big old hive mind? Well, I think that would be cute. I don't know, because I feel like a water elemental can lose some water. This is actually a hard question. I think we did it, boys. We have a really hard question. I think that um, you would simply have to ask the water elemental how if, if, if they feel like they're the same. It's kind of like the whole, that old wives tale about like how every seven years you've lost like the same, every like cell in your body that was part of you seven years ago has been replaced. I don't know if there's a wives tale, I think that just might be true. It's actually true. I'm pretty uh, sure. Not it sounds like it would be fake it's, it has some basis in truth, but it's not completely true. It, yeah. It depends because cells in your body are not all the same and they take different times to die and be replaced. Mm-hmm. I think it's stem cells that take the longest. You also have to take into account, like, when you scratch your own skin off, too. Like, yeah. that is going to recover, but the rest of the skin around it is, like, maybe a few years out. Like, it's not all going to come out, um, all going to come off at once in, like, seven years, but... Yeah. Maybe it's the same as water elementals where some of them get replaced, but not all of them. Maybe. But that, does that mean that water molecule, that those water molecules die? Because that is not how science works. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's so funny. The concept of water dying. I don't know why that's so funny to me. 
We would like to play some Pathfinder. There's an entire water cycle. There's a song about that. <laughs> okay, we're moving, we're moving, we're moving, we're moving. Oh my god. Well, okay, um, so. Previously in Extinction Curse, uh, you guys had made your way down into Moonstone Temple, an old church of Arden, which when uh, the God of Humanity died a hundred years ago, was buried under the streets in an effort to forget the tragedy that had befallen them, and also build a woodworking district. You guys are here because uh, you found notes back in uh, the town of Aberton from a succubus summoned to help the uh, Zulgat destroy the Aeon Orb of Aberton, and essentially she said that they had entered into uh, the Isle of Arran from this temple, which is not great. You wanted to come out, check out what was up, um, fought a demon. That was fun. Killed a demon. I did do that. Uh, volume made a big bad smell cloud. You skulked around, you saw a pretty fountain, you're like, that's a pretty fountain. And, uh, you walked around, you found some Zulgat, you found a fucking buff-ass Zulgat, uh, and you found, uh, and Gibzib, your new best friend, um, a closet who's has no... She uses she, her, and Gibzib. Those are her pronouns. Fair enough. I mean, listen. Neo pronoun queen. The honest power of that. But that being said, uh, Gibzib uh, informed you that uh, there was another person from the circus in this place. None other than Mistress Dusklight herself, the cruel ringmaster who once upon a time imprisoned you in her circus and forced you to uh, perform under horrible circumstances before you were all able to escape and make a new life in the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Um, it turns out she seems to be here to um, steal ancient relics from beneath the city. And also she's sacrificing some of her own people to like get rid of them without a trace maybe? Which is bad. Um, in fact, you're kind of staring at that right now. You've walked in on a demon caller named Zunkri, a blind Zulgat with one bulging eye, uh, performing a profane ritual over the corpse of a former Dusklight worker um, who she must have brought here herself. You know that you have to defeat this guy and you have to try beat uh, the other leaders of the Zulgat here. There are a total of four demon callers. You've killed one, you're about to fight another, and there are two more hidden elsewhere in this town. A lot of stuff going on. It's like a scavenger hunt. You want to get into the killing? Yeah. Okay. I'd like to kill something. I, I know, I, we just love killing here. A dice will roll, our favorite thing is killing and murdering. Um, I love homicide and nothing maybe more. Maybe you guys. I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but all right. Have fun. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. We're really fucked up and have serious fucking problems. That's um, that's true without you joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's <laughs> kidding. Let's get into the game. The three of you stand in a, a defiled chapel. A, a ritual sacrifice to the demon lords of Gavazab in mid-process. Standing before you is one of the demon callers, uh, Yashka. And with his bulging eye, he whips a dagger towards you as his two Zulgat cohort bodyguards uh, kind of jump to arms. And Zunkri snarls as he points at you and says, Guards, seize these surface dwellers so that we may show their bones to Zivgatsev. That's not very polite at all. Would you like to roll initiative? No. Yeah, I don't... I appreciate the idea of my bones being on display for anyone. Yeah, it's, it's 
it's nice that he thinks so highly of your bones. Yeah, I guess. You want to put it that way. 29. 23. Uh, Gizib uh, is on your shoulder, Ariato. And Gizib's like, Gizib out! And Gizib turns invisible. I have pockets. Gizib fucking... Oh yeah, Gizib was in a centipede, remember? Gizib was in your pockets already. He's in yes. your pocket. She's having a great time. Um, okay. Top of the order is unfortunately Yashka. Because Yashka rolled a natural 20. Hey, Oscar. He kind of like clutches his fingers together and you see that he is wearing like these spiked gauntlets and he snarls and says, Suffer in the name of Zivgavizim! And he's going to rush up to you, Volio. One action. And uh, with his second action, he's going to punch you in the fucking face. Oh. Uh, that is a 35 to hit. Yeah, that's a crit. Okay. Well, that's going to be 18 piercing damage as he slams you in the face. Um, and immediately, you need to make me a fortitude save. All right. 25. Okay, you're good. For a second, you feel this, like, artificially imposed demonic fear enter you. Um, but you shake it off because you ain't afraid of no demons. Oh, fear is nothing. Um, Ever. With his last, uh, with his last two actions, uh, he is going to cast... Bane! He can do this one, too. He casts Bane uh, as he chants out prayers to Zivgavazeb, and darkness uh, spills out from around his feet, creating an inky, oh, like, void around him, which will unfortunately be quite bad to people approaching him. Um, and that is his turn. Volu, it is your turn. You're going to need to make me a fortitude save, I'm afraid, as he stinks. Okay. 24. Fucking, okay, you never fail these. Because I like it. I like the scent. I like the smell. It's like potpourri. Well, you're fine. Uh, you do have three actions, and so you are in his bane, unfortunately. What do you do? Well, bane gives you a... a minus one to attack. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, I don't, think, I don't think that's that bad. Uh, I'm going to start raging. Okay. I'm going to hit him really, really hard. You enter silly mode as sparks of arcane magic warp through your body. And you look practically whimsical. Uh, hit him. Uh-huh. Kill. 21. 20, technically. Uh, a 20 is unfortunately a miss. So sad. Whiff once, but you got a second attack if you'd like. I think I would like. No, I wouldn't. Never mind. 17. 17 is unfortunately also a miss. Volio, you rage, but unfortunately this bane is starting to mess with you a little bit. As, like... You see runes starting to glow in the darkness, um, and it's kind of throwing you off, uh, making you feel weaker. It's not nice. You hate this. Mm. Uh, next in the order is Ariato. Ariato, god fucking damn it, it smells so fucking bad. Um, do you want to make a fortune save real fast? Uh, sure. 25. Okay, you're good. You're used to it at this point. You're like, ugh, fucking hell. Um, but you have three actions now. Uh, you see that this douchebag over here is, um, is casting Bane, and he's also being a physical menace, too. Uh, what do you do? I'm gonna try out something new. Oh, yeah? Because I'm pretty sure I haven't used this yet. Um, I'm gonna need Mr. Bane Man to give me a will save. Oh, dear. That's never a good sign. Let's see. Will save. Oh no, I have a feeling that a 20 doesn't pass. 
No, it does not. Okay, what are you casting? Agonizing Despair. I don't like the sound of that. What's Agonizing Despair do? Your target's mind tumbles down to a deep well of dread, dwelling so intently on deep-seated fears that it's painful. Oh the target God. takes 46 mental damage with a will saving throw. Okay. This is a new one. This must be from the advanced player guy because I'm not used to this one. Um, sure. Roll damage. 22 damage. Uh -huh. And he is frightened too. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, Ariato, you raise a hand and like, like shadows swirl around it like, uh, like wind and then like you see those shadows pouring into his ear holes and, like he kind of blinks and then he clutches his head and you see him like shaking and he's like no no even out ever hunger no I, I cannot fail you i am one of your most righteous warriors no um he kind of shakes it off and he stares up at you ariato and smiles says you you you'll pay for that <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for stealing my move, bitch. And you cast shield on yourself. <laughs> oh my god. Ariadne, you have one action left. He looks absolutely terrified. Uh, good. She's gonna cast shield on herself. There are two other people who are uh, here oh. in this very vicinity. <laughs> That's a good call, because one of them is rushing up to you now. Um, this Zoomgat leader lets out a snarl and raises up a great axe as he tries to cleave into you. That's a 20 to hit. Nope. Ooh, okay. He's gonna go this time for a second attack, this time trying to slash at you with a claw, but you know, sometimes even you're like, I'm gonna be tactical. I'm gonna use an agile weapon on my second attack so that the uh, attack modifier is gonna be a little bit higher from, you know, multiple attacks. And you're rolling that one, so it don't matter anyway. Um, she starts laughing in his face. Oh my god, Ariato, I think he accidentally punches, like, like, as he is, like, swinging his claw out, he accidentally swings a little too high, and he gets your trident, and impales his hand on it, and he takes 2d6 damage. Oh, she's laughing in his face. He lets it out. <laughs> as he pulls away, his hand kind of wounded by it. It's only 3 damage, but, you know, taking 3 damage when you should have been the one doing damage is pretty frustrating. Um. <laughs> you idiot! <laughs> he just snarls and pouts in your face. Um, the other one is running for you, Royari. Um, he is going to make mm -hmm. a, a great axe attack against you. That is a 19. Yeah, no, that doesn't hit. Um, he snarls and he's going to make a second one. This time, that's a 13, a minus 5. I'm going to assume that an 8 is a crit fail. Would that be fair to say? An 8? Yeah. Yeah, 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 it is, it is. He, he kind of like swings and uh, he misses and he swings again and Royari this time, he like kind of turns himself around and for a second he swears he sees like a shadow behind you guys in the flickering light. And he like squints and he's going to be slowed on his next turn because he's sure he saw someone, even though it was literally a shadow. Oh my God. That's his turn. Um, Royari, it is your turn. Uh, you just kind of stood there pretty patiently as you whiffed twice. Uh, you had three actions, and you panache. What do you do? Instead of moving, I'm going to attack. I'm going to do uh, just like the regular panache attack. Okay, cool. 24. Uh, a 24 against this Zulgat leader is a hit. Roll damage. 
seven da- uh, seven damage. Okay, yes. You slice into him once, and that's a <laughs> of pain. And then I will use a finisher because okay. I am epic. That was bad. That was a 12. That's unfortunately going to be a miss. So because it's a finisher, you still do have 3d6, though. So why do you roll that for me? That is 11 damage in Five half. by two, so that would be six damage. Nice! Pretty, pretty good. Um, you have one action after Rayari. What do you do? Is there a way to, to, to tumble through this guy? Yeah, I mean, tumbling through, you could literally, like, you just move through his space. Uh, you can, like, enter his space and then yeah, roll back out. Okay. Uh, Rayari's just gonna fuck around with him. Okay. 28. Ooh. Yeah, um, let me see. That is gonna be a crit success against this dude. Um, so take a hero point as you just fucking juke and dodge around him, slipping and sliding around him, and he is completely confused by you. Ha ha, I am epic. That is my turn. Okay, uh, it is, uh, Yashka's turn. Yashka lets her snarl and, uh, I think, um, looks around trying to, like, figure out how to do the most damage right here, um, before he raises a hand and says, In the name of Zivgavizeb, I smite you! And uh, he casts a spiritual weapon. What is Zavgavizeb's favorite weapon? I don't know. I'd like to know. I want to be a dagger like half of the deities. <laughs> <laughs> be nice to them! No. De- deities be seeing knives. Deities see a knife and be like, oh, I like a knife. You know what? I take swords or extensions of knives. Oh, okay. So it's a spiked gauntlet. Um... A giant fist materializes in the air, master hand style, except it's got fucking spikes coming out of the knuckles. Uh, they're clawed fingers, clearly belonging to a Zulgat. And uh, they're going to come for you. He is going to attack uh, you, Ariato. Uh, that is going to be a 23 to hit. Uh, that is the shield's uh, AC. Okay, so he is going to punch you, and that is going to be... 1d8 plus his spellcasting modifier. That's going to be 6 damage, Ariato, as he punches you. Alright. He's going to use another action now to uh, pray a little bit, and uh, that bane around his uh, feet is going to get even larger now. Uh, so it is a diameter of 10 feet now, and slowly, slowly but surely has now swallowed Royari in the darkness too. Uh, Ariato, you are just on the cusp but the other two are unfortunately going to start taking penalties to their damage. Um, Volume, it is your turn. What do you do? Uh, well, when I fail at something, I don't stop. True. I'm not going to stop until I fucking hit this guy. Like, I'm going to be going for a while because I rolled an 18. Yeah, an 18 is unfortunately not a miss even before the uh, bane comes in. What do you do now? (laughs) 20 is... 20 is unfortunately not a hit, Volio. I know. Uh, unless you'd like to use, like, a hero point. But, like, yikes. Also not worth it. Uh, what if I tried to hit uh, the other guy that's uh, attacking Rayari instead? Weaker one? Yeah. That's entirely... That sounds like a good Weaker one. Weaker one. 18! That is a hit. Well done. Oh, good. Even with the uh, Bane, yes, that is a hit. How much damage is that? Six. Okay, Volio, you are hammering and hammering, but this dude is just kind of, like, deflecting your attacks. So in frustration, you turn and you bonk someone else, and it's like, as you do hit him. Yay! 
Um, okay, Ariado, it is your turn. What do you do? Shit's getting fucked. She's gonna go for a setup around right now. Okay. Incendiary aura. Ooh, okay. Ariato, uh, the air around you starts to crackle and burn. Uh, in the meantime, you are suddenly like, um, you start to see those shadowy figures and the smoke that uh, starts to fill up your vision, which is not great. Uh, but now that everything uh, is within, basically this whole room is within uh, your range, so you can see everything just fine. Um, and more importantly, there's a smell of gasoline in the air. Stuff is going to start catching fire real good. Um, how many actions is that? That's two. Okay, you have one action left. What do you do? Uh, stab the person in front of me in the face. Good call. Hit him. 26. Yeah, that's a hit. Roll damage. Five. Okay. Uh, that is... You stab him in the uh, gut and he lets it out. Blah, as he kind of like stumbles a little bit. He's really mad at you. Um, you kind of humiliated him last turn. It's his turn now. He's going to try to get you again. Um, that's a 19. Nope. Oh, he's going to get humiliated again. That's a... Another 19. Nope. Oh, baby, can we make this three 19s in a row? It's another 19! <laughs> Still no. Your AC didn't change mid-round? Damn, that's crazy. Um, no, it's still a 21. That doesn't change. The Zulgat swings once, twice, three times, and each time you just kind of juke out of the way, frustrating it to no end. Um, the other Zulgat to the south takes an action, kind of staring off in the darkness, confused, realizes what a fucking idiot he is, uh, and kind of snaps back into reality as he goes for you, Royari. Um, that is going to be oh. a 27 to hit. Yeah, that hits. That's 12 damage. Okay. Um, and I need you to make a fortitude save. I'm using my hero point. Okay. What did you roll? I rolled I rolled an at one, and I mm. don't like that. Don't blame you. 27. Uh, okay, so... Uh, yes, that is a pass. Uh, Royari, as he slashes into you, he, like, he catches you, but then he keeps pressing down as if he's trying to, like, s like sever some tendons or something. Uh, you manage to kind of, like, overwhelm him and, like, kind of fight back. But thankfully, you aren't uh, hurt too bad, but he was going for you like that. Um, that is their turn. Uh, because they did waste an action doing fuck all. Royari, it is your turn. What do you do? You're within well, this thing's bane aura, so be aware. Rayari is actually going to take a five-foot step out of it. Okay, so you step away. Um, and Rayari's like, oh, I feel better. Um, and then, then, then he goes right back to murder. Okay. He's going to immediately use the finisher. Okay, go for it. I quite like finishers, can you tell? I had noticed. 28. Yep, that's a crit. Oh. That's 26 damage over. Oh my fucking god. You had 25 HP. I'm so fucking angry. Try me. Ray, how do you do this? Um, Royari um, stands there until it's their turn. Or, you know, they're not actually just standing there, but they're, uh,. They're just on the defense, um, mm -hmm. and then um, she feels like 
the like the vein aura and is like, oh, um, no, actually, um, takes a step out of that and just fucking uh, turns back to the Zulgath and is like, how about you? Um, and just fucking goes a little wild, goes a little crazy, um, and and commits murder once again. Okay, very nice. You fucking get him. You slash him right up, and he lets out a blah as he falls uh, onto the floor, completely fucking dead. It's him down. Oh, yeah. Uh, you have one action okay. left. What do you do? Um, I'm gonna use. I don't use it all the time because usually there's other things to do. Um, but I'm gonna use one for all. Okay, so that's where you're gonna make a diplomacy check to uh, tell Volio to kill, right? Yeah. Okay. So you spend an action waiting for Volio to get into killing position. And when he does, you'll use your nice words to help him do what he has to do. Uh, but also get some panache from it. Um, it's Zunkri's turn. Zunkri is going to use an uh, action to continue attacking Ariato from where he is using his spiritual weapon. The giant floating spiked gauntlet punches into the floor because he rolled an 18. <laughs> Damn it! They rolled a two! Come on! Um, he uses his second action, though. Um, he is going to uh, cast on uh, Volio. And he's like, Foolish! You must uh, learn that the true might in the world comes from magic! And that is going to be a harm spell. I need you to make me a fortitude save. Okay. On d1. Uh, a 21 is unfortunately not going to pass. Um, so you are going to pay uh, 3d8 plus 8 uh, negative damage. Ooh. Okay. That's going to be 20 negative damage. He's not looking great, but also this is getting a lot. You know that Royari is uh, going to be able to do super lots to help you uh, if you attack him this turn. But whatever you do with those other two actions, you're going to need to be careful. Volume, it's your turn. What do you do? Question. Hmm? Is there any way to make him stop doing Bane? Killing him. Unfortunately, right now he's kind of like focusing on it, so there's no real way. Like you could get out of his range. Um, right now, that's a ten-foot range, but there's no way he can stop until he is defeated. Or if you had counter spell, which I don't think you have. Nope. Not at this level. <laughs> but Royari uh, might be able to help you overcome Bane this level with, with this attack. He's gonna help you. Oh. Ho. I'd love that. Uh, mm -hmm. Bolio kind of like steadies himself and uh, tightens his grip on his silly who? I'm kidding. He tightens his grip on his, uh, on his big maul and he's gonna try to swing again. Okay. Before you swing, you hear a word from the back. Roy, what do you tell Volio? You're doing amazing, sweetie. Oh, thank you. Make me a diplomacy check, Roy. 27. Okay. Um... 27. Okay, at 27, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. Royari did use uh, one for all, which will give you a plus two to this uh, this roll. So the two of them together, uh, Royari, you gain panache. Between Royari's words and Volio's really good hammer strike, that's going to be a very solid hit. Only that damage. 14 bludgeoning. Very nice. Um, you kind of spank him in the face with that, and you're like, Bleh! as he tumbles back a little bit. Um, I don't think that's spanking. Depends. Could be. Uh, you have two actions left, Volio. What do you do? 
Well, if you want to talk magic, and he raises a finger, and Volio casts Grease. <laughs> Wonderful! Okay, are you casting this on an area or on him specifically? On him specifically, I couldn't give less of a shit about anyone else. Okay, so, uh, Volio, you can choose four contiguous five-foot squares of, uh, to grease up. So choose me four squares on the map, Volio, and, uh, we can, uh, so long as they're beside each other, we can make them all greasy. I'll even use the okay. paint tool from Roll20 to make a big splashy swaddle. Well, I'm 50 steps ahead of you, bitch. Okay. Um, so you make a nice big pool of grease beneath him, and he needs to make a reflex save immediately to avoid falling over. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Oh, and it's his worst save. Uh-oh, oh, that's a 14. Hey, what's your spell, DC? It's not 14, I'll tell you that. Uh, it's 21. Okay. Um, so Volio, as you're casting this, um, he, like, squints, and then suddenly he's, like, he snarls at this. Ah, foolish barbarian. You're, you have, don't have to... Uh, and he's kind of, like, slips, and he... There's a cool cartoon sound effect as he just hits the floor. And he is prone. <laughs> um... And he's going to continue having uh, a bad time on the floor. That's his turn. That is your turn, Volio. Mm-hmm. Ariado, it is your turn. What do you do? She's going to roundhouse kick produce flame this Zulgat that's in front of her. Wonderful. Oh, God, I forgot you had to incinder your aura, too. Okay, uh-huh. go, 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 go. Ooh, 31. That's a fucking crit. Excuse me? How the fuck did you roll? A 19 plus 12. Oh my, oh my god! Okay. Uh, oh dear! So that's like 10 damage. Uh, well, it's gonna be a little more than 10 damage. Um, because remember, this is gonna be rolled with D8s. Oh shit, I didn't change that on the thing. Whoops. Well, uh, no, it's a D6s now, but when it's a physical thing, it's D8s. Ah, uh, okay, well. Okay, so that'd be 4D8 plus your charisma modifier. Plus my charisma modifier, that's 28. 28. Mm-hmm. That's two. Mm-hmm. So that's 56. I mean, he doesn't catch fire so much as he disintegrates into ashes. Cool. <laughs> you fucking hit this guy so hard, they flies through the air and lets a scream of as he literally combusts into dust. Holy shit! I didn't even need the fire dot. That's sick. Okay. Yeah, what actually? What the fuck do you do? Uh, she's gonna throw her trident on top of this man's. Okay, he is on the floor, so because he is prone, this will be at a minus two on top of your regular minus five. So this is gonna be a minus seven total. Um, but you might hit him anyway because he is flat-footed. So it kind of bounces off. Twenty-two. Literally his AC. Oh my god. Oh. You cool. rolled 18, goddamn. Okay, roll that damage. Uh, nah, 20. Yeah, I can see that for roll 20, huh? Cool, two crits in a row, and this one gets a crit card. Um, how much damage is that? Uh, 18. Okay. Piercing? Um, 18. And on top of that, with your crit card... Oh, you give him a pinhole! Excuse me? <laughs> he's, he's just got a fucking hole in his body now. Well, I imagine that he has three now because of the trident. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he has three holes. 
Um, so basically, he's going to take persistent bleed damage that he can't get rid of. Every turn, he will take ah. one extra bleed damage. Cool. Yeah, he looks, he like roars out and paints his surface-dwelling scum. Empowers me, and you deny me my divine right. I'm sorry, I can't hear you over the possibly flammable grease that you're in. What was that from down there? Yashka the Incredible will not fall for your tricks. Oh, I think you've already fallen. <laughs> it would be the Zulgat's turn, but they're dead. Royari, it's your turn. There's only one dude left, this demon caller, who is... He's in the grease, he's got a trident in his back, he's on his hands and knees. There's a clown next to him. It's just not his day, what do you do? You have panache. Royari is going to walk over to him. <laughs> Clack, 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 the sound of boot, uh, healed boots on stone. Um, they flip their hair, um, and, um, she's going to use a finisher. Hey, go for it. I come for that amount. 21. That's a hit. Roll damage. 18. Oh my god, he's looking very, very, very bad. Got one action left. What do you do? Um, Rari's going to try and just attack one more time. Mm-hmm. This one is, uh, yeah. Oh, uh... You can see the roll right there. I can see the roll. It's a three and a zero. He goes from very bad to very dead. Yeah? Yeah. Uh (laughs) That's ten damage. Well, um... Oh, and there's the whole deadly D8 thing, too. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah... It's 10 damage plus deadly D8, plus um, the fact that you rolled a uh, heart shot. You keep doing this, huh? Um, the card you uh-huh. pulled. I think the way, Royari, you do this is you walk up very calmly, swinging your uh, sword in your hand, kind of like, you know, swishing through the air, making circles. Um, if you were a Jedi, you'd making the noise. Um, <laughs> you stand over him, you slash him once, and he lets out a snarl. And he looks up at you and, like, gets ready to say something else. But you just catch the blade pointing down and fucking, like, uh, Macbeth-style, stab down right into the hole in his back that Ariado caused. And literally it comes out the other side through his heart. Um, Ryari Grin uh, looks down at him and is like, Unfortunately, I don't have time to listen to you. He lets out, And he fucking dies. Holy shit! The amount of crits towards the end of that fight, excuse me? That was pretty sexy, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it is a little sexy. Rari's oh. like, oh, there's grease all over the floor. That was you, wasn't it? Oh, yes, it was. What is this grease? Would you like to see? And he pushes Rari into it. No! No! Rari, make me a reflex save. <laughs> okay, one second. <laughs> 20. Uh, What's your uh, DC again? That was a 20. 21. Royari, you fall into the fucking slime. Royari grabs at Folio's, like, at, like, the, you know when you're, uh, Royari's, like, pulling themselves up by the fabric of Folio's pants and is like, I swear to God, I... Every day you test me. 
every day you test it. It was an accident, I swear. It you was saw her, you saw me not do that on purpose. Ariana's just staring at the grease like, is this flammable? Want to try? Not when I'm in it! <laughs> gets out. He's like, you can test that now. Go ahead. Uh, she lights fire like like on her fingers with precision and just touches it. Now, see, the rules say nothing about this. You know what the dairy says? What does the dairy say? <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that you two can combine your uh, spellcasting stuff to make a fucking f- a fire death trap. I don't care. <laughs> it's probably not going to be balanced, and I'm going to regret letting you do this. But you know what? <laughs> yes, when you light up grease, it goes catch fire. As they as they stand in front of this fire, he, he leans over to Ariato, and he's like, I give you full permission to set any of my grease pools on fire regardless of who is in it. Oh, thank you. Basically, it kind of stops functioning as a grease spell when it catches fire. You're not going to slip anymore, but you will start dying of fire. So, yeah, your trade, I take. <laughs> um, yeah. As you two are doing cool science, uh, you do hear a... Oh, yes, we killed him. Well, uh, our body is not over to dead Zulgat. He's over to... Oh. Dead dude on the altar. Uh, oh, right. Oh god. Oh well, god, yes, there was blood. I walked in and I saw blood, but then I ignored it because of the Well, I'm okay. just gonna step around the fire for a second. Yeah. Yeah. The, like, this dude You don't recognize him, but like Okay, yeah, that was about to be question. <laughs> He's got like black and white striped uh, sleeves and pants. It looks like he might have been like judging by like kind of outfit he's wearing was wearing he's kind of like ripped treads basically with a big old rune carved into his chest glowing horrible light um or Ari looks down and is like oh, this is definitely he was definitely a gift mm, yes an offering oh <sighs> You know, every every day I'm like, I think I hate Mr. Celesclite the maximum amount that I can. And then she does things and I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> she holds many secrets. The chasm which... goes deeper. Oh, God. Well, not helping him now. He's dead. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh... <laughs> uh, there seems to be something kind of poking out of his pocket. Oh. Like, check it out. Yeah. I'll open yes. It. Okay. Uh, give me a moment. It looks like a folded lace handkerchief huh. with the logo C. Anything the logo like... CM on it. Ah. What do you guys do? This looks like a. Do they just give these out? Um. Would you like to roll an Arcana check? Yeah. No. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I could certainly try. Or any like any magic roll if you'd like. Ooh, fuck. Let me, let me try rolling. Let's see if I can. Let's see if I'll get anything. Magic roll. Nope. <laughs> 18 on a flat check. Um, damn, you really do consistently roll 18s, huh? Um, I, I, the Karen Crown <laughs> dice just like me. Um, they're very lucky dice. Unfortunately, you don't figure it out, Ariato, even with your monster fucking roll. 
But Volio, you realize that's something. okay. Pick up this hanky and you drop it on the floor, and it kind of hovers midair, and then it kind of you're all kind of knocked off your feet suddenly. And before you hit the floor, you hit a net. But there is no net. You don't see a net. There's just a floating hanky, and now you guys floating as well. When the hell did they put this? When the hell did they implement this? This is an invisible net. You activate this folded lace handkerchief by spreading out on the ground, where it grows to cover a 30 foot by 30 foot uh, area. It's pale and diaphanous. The spread handkerchief is exceptionally difficult to see from more than 30 feet away and evaporates entirely after one minute. Any creature that falls on the net doesn't take fall damage. So it looks like when you were dropping the hanky about like a few feet off the floor, it suddenly unfolded and sent out a net like connected to all the walls in the area. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. You, it's a little safety net. Yeah, that's pretty you cool. Also, it is also definite proof that Mr. Stusklight was down here. Mm-hmm. How are you guys doing? What now? Gibzip kind of crawls out of Ariadne's pocket and she's like, Gibzip thinks you guys did amazing! Show those guys who's boss. Nobody likes Zulgat! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> He's like... We are pretty cool, that's true. Um, and they sort of step around. Oh, God. Um, there are more, obviously. Hmm. Would you like to hunt them down? That's two of four, so. You said, mm-hmm. can tell you that definitely there's none. definitely one to the south. That's Zenshell, the second in command. Yosip thinks Uzen Shell is a real piece of work. Nasty, horrid person. Oh, yeah. Always talking about how the the surface dwellers are the real monsters. Then she does the exact same thing well, she says the surface dwellers do. Yosip saw her steal from them. Yosip saw that her steal from her uh, colleagues. Bad work practice, hmm? <laughs> Why is Gibson Yoda? Shut up, shut up, shut up! <laughs> oh my god. Is it doesn't know where Last Demon Caller is. Is it in, maybe deep underground? Yeah, you did mention it downstairs, so... Gibzip doesn't know about the underground. Nobody let Gibzip go underground. Well, you could see it all from my pocket. Yeah! Gibzip turns into a bat, flutters into your pocket, and kind of... <laughs> she taps her head with her finger. just made friends with a fucking demon it seems um <laughs> one demon oh, allowed that's one and a half fitting one demon allowed one and a half demon okay. allowed. Well, I, I, I say half because scarlet exists <laughs> yes one and a half oh, you're right one and a half one and a half <laughs> demons allowed okay you make your way out gives it makes a few squeaky noises every once in a while but not enough to like anything worrying um just let you know that she is um odd body seems to dislike odd body makes um, a growling noises at her every once in a while yeah volio's holding uh odd body like a like a fireman holds a hose uh <laughs> in order to make him not fucking kill an attack he is sometimes squirming around uh your griff volio god volio's strong <laughs> well 
Ariano has a hand over her pouch, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> um, the girls are fighting. Uh, you are now outside this door. Uh, first, guys... before they do that, Ariana's gonna do a quick prayer to gain her focus point back. Okay. Uh, Ariana, you take a seat. You inhale and you exhale. Um, you still have the orange, like, you still have the, um, shadows dancing around you. That's going to, like, your curse of flames will be, uh, bothering you for the rest yeah, of the day. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> which is, which is nice. Um... That being said, you do spend some time kind of piping, like praying back to uh, Nocticula for guidance against the smoke that like, surrounds your vision, and she does grant it back to you, which is very nice of her. You're back to two books. Two? Yeah. Because you have one from Glutton's Jaws and one from, uh, from uh, Incendiary oh, Aura. I thought I just had one. No, you got two. Cool. I'm going to make that. I'm going to change something. <laughs> Excellent. Um, you're now in the hall outside the door, uh, which enters into the temple proper, uh, back with the giant uh, Aradin mosaic uh, on the floor of the huge eye with wings. You guys uh, do? It's down to the south, right? Wait, is it this one? Yeah. It's this one. Okay. Rayari's like, well, um, this is the door to the next... Oh, yes, I had yep. listened in and heard things. All right. Um, Ryrie pulls out um, her rapier and is like, shall we? Yes. Uh, I was holding sure. his hammer. um lifts um, his leg and fucking kicks the door open. Okay. Uh, what you see inside is naturally yeah, not really I'd, great. I'd like to see it. I don't want... Can you close the door, please? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to and see in the it anymore. <laughs> in the same motion, um, fucking Royari puts their foot under the doorknob and slams the door back in. <laughs> Royari turns around and is uh, like, oh, there's two. There's two of those uh, Inside, uh, Royari, as you kick the door in, you see two massive Zulgat spine snappers. The huge hulking Zulgat from before that caused you a lot of pain when there was one of them. And accompanying them... You see uh, the uh, apparent demon caller, Uzenshal, who is really, really fancily dressed. I actually dressed. really like that. I like that she has um, a crown on, and that you can tell that there's a little strap keeping it on her head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, she has a crown on, um, but on top of that, she also like she wears red robes uh, that kind of go up around her humped back and neck. Um, and have demonic runes charred into them. Uh, a belt kind of goes around her muzzle to hold a crown in place on her head. Um, this crown is silver and is really different to the rest of her aesthetic. Uh, she carries a spiked gauntlet in one hand and uh, she is much skinnier and bonier than the other Zulgath you've seen so far. Rows of splintered wooden pews face an old marble dais three feet high. Wide marble steps lead up the dais, and a polished mahogany pulpit stands at its center. A glorious fresco on the curved wall behind the dais depicts Aradin engaging in several tasks. Battling an imperious necromancer, raising a pair of islands from the sea, and standing atop a mountain with his hands outstretched wreathed in blue flames. 
Hideous images scrawled in tar and old blood painted over the fresco tell a vastly different story. A reptilian humanoid climbs a tunnel from the depths to the surface in one scene. In next, he reaches out a, to snatch an orb from a tower drawn on one of the islands, then crushes the orb in his fist. This image repeats four times in slightly different looking towers, followed by a final scene of dead trees and skulls around the mouth. And there, in the middle of painting this, are two massive Zulgat spine snappers and their demon collar, Uzenshal. She wears a delicate cir uh, circlet perched incongruously atop her head. And she kind of like turns to you and grins. And she says, Well, well, well. See what the depth roaches have, have dragged into our base. Surface dwellers. Weak and pitiful creatures. You have come here calling yourselves adventurers. Claiming that... By defeating us, you will bring peace to your land, I assume. Well, yeah, but that's only like 50% of my identity. Uh, she turns to the spine snappers and kind of gestures grandly at you as she cackles, and she's like, You see, my minions, this is why we destroy the works of the surface dwellers rather than study them like that idiot Shrashek. I do not understand why Lord Everhunger left that sniveling bookworm in charge, certain that studying the ways of those who'd live in the sunlight would guide us any closer to victory. But now see where that has gotten him. By consorting with that catfolk circus woman, she has brought more of her soft-skinned and fleshy kind into our dungeon. Why, yes, and I do have soft skin. Thank you for noticing. Um, Uzenshel turns away from you guys now. Uh, she's in full-on rant mode. It's like she's preaching to the two spine snappers behind her as she kind of waves her arms around, uh, screeching and hollering. And she's like, These sanctimonious children of the sun! Do you not see? This is the creed of Deepmount Everhunger, whether that Trekshek believes it or not. We must destroy anything that the surface dwellers create, regardless of whether it is useful or could bring greatness to us. We are a species of destruction and revenge, and we shall have it. That is why we bring graffiti to this temple. That is why we sacrifice those that the catfolk brings to us. And that is why we destroy tools that may be of use to us, simply on a matter of principle. And she kind of taps the crown, and you realize that the um, the crown she's wearing is broken. And Ariato, you recognize that that's a moonstone diadem. You know, the one you could have used to unlock that pool outside. Cool. Uh, she continues ranting as she turns to you and says, We will have them. We will have them gutted and skinned and boned and any manner of number of things you can believe. We will have them destroyed, for that is what they deserve, for trying to interfere in the glorious crusade of Deep Mount Everhunger. I don't know that interfere is the right word. I'd say they're here to exterminate? <laughs> you see, just as Deep Mount Everhunger told us, 
horrible monsters living on the surface. We shall have their blood to make new and glorious frescoes with. Spine snappers attack! How does that make you better than us? Question. Just a quick question. She says, because we are from the righteous underground, where the sun never shines. Filth and musk grows without intervention. Oh, you call us gross. <laughs> Everyone, roll initiative! Dice will roll will return after these messages. Hey everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of Dice Will Roll. As you may have noticed, this is episode 19 of Extinction Curse. And you may have also noticed that Kingmaker had 80 episodes in total. So when you add those two together and you ignore all our side episodes or one-shots or stuff, this is Dice Will Roll's 99th episode. Which means that next week, episode 20 of Extinction Curse is going to be Dice Will Roll's 100th episode. That's kind of insane to me. <laughs> um, so to celebrate that, um, we wanted to do something pretty special. And again, to celebrate the fact that we are one of the 10 finalists in the Audioverse 2020 awards in the improvised production category. We are going to be doing one hell of a giveaway. In partnership with Heartbeat Dice, we are going to be giving away a set of pride dice. But it doesn't just end there. For every 50 retweets that the giveaway tweet on our Twitter at Dice Will Roll will get, we will add another set of pride dice. Meaning that if we have 200 retweets by the end of the day, we'll be giving out four sets of dice. If we have uh, a thousand, we will be giving away 20. You get where we're coming from? Every single time that you guys get us up another 50 retweets, there's going to be another pride dice set entered into the ring meaning that you will never have less than a 1 in 50 chance. And if you help us uh, retweet multiple times, or you get your friends to retweet, your chances may indeed go up. Extra entries will of course be given to people who follow the account, and of course vote for us in the Audioverse Awards. And even just give us a hard question to answer. We love getting new hard questions. You'll find out more advice on that on our Twitter, at Roll, like I mentioned. Um, go check it out, it's going to be great. Like I said, though, absolutely go vote for us in the Audioverse Awards. We're up against some tough, tough contestants. So we want to, you know, throw our hat in the ring and really do everything that we can to get as many votes as we can. If every single person listening to this uh, took 10 minutes and voted for us in the Audioverse Awards, audioverseawards.net uh, slash vote, you could really have a very solid chance of winning it. So if you even have a few minutes, go check it out. It would seriously mean the most to us. If you're liking this show and you want to see us do even better, this is how. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to this episode, everyone. We will see you next week with an uh, episode we've already recorded, and I really like episode 100 of Dice Roll Full Stop, episode 20 of See you guys, and as always, keep it rolling. The Room Where It Happened is an actual play podcast built on communal world building and having fun with friends. Currently, we're exploring a world called Bleed, a sci-fi setting pulling elements from westerns and setting a space version of our home of Appalachia. It's a place still recovering from conflict, where resources and labor are less exports and more things to be taken for the more prosperous parts of the galaxy, with little thought given to those it is taken from. 
The bleed is a place where people find strength in each other and do what is needed to make ends meet, whether or not the means are strictly legal. It's a place where the objects of work and war are beginning to wake up and decide to take their destiny into their own metaphorical hands. So join us as we follow a found family, as they search for that next job and maybe something a little deeper too. You can find new episodes every Monday on Spotify or your podcatcher of choice. Just search for The Room Where It Happened and check us out on Twitter at RoomWherePod. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. We now return to Dice Will Roll. 21. 27. Okay, I assume, Ritz, uh, Royar, you're, you're, you're not rolling at all, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so top of the order is Zenshal, the demon caller. Um, and she kind of like, um, she is going to cast, uh, blindness. And she's going to cast it on whoever is at the front, which is Royari. Uh, Royari, uh, I need you to make me a fortitude save. 20. Ooh, okay. So Royari, uh, she is, uh, she like raises your hand and suddenly everything goes completely black for you. Um, you lose all sight. Okay. Um, so you're able to still like do stuff, but right now you are blinded. Um, unlike Casca, you haven't had a year to prepare for this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you can't see. All normal terrain is difficult terrain for you. You can't detect anything using vision. You automatically crit fail perception checks that require you to be able to see. And if uh, vision is your only precise sense, you uh, take a minus four penalty to perception checks. On the plus side, you are immune to visual effects, which is quite nice. Um, so you are going to need to figure out other ways of uh, figuring out if you are able to get up people and attack them. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a little bit of a challenge for you. Uh, but she cackles as your eyes go white for and she's like, ha 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 ha! in the darkness with your puny surface-dwelling eyes! Alright. Right. Shut up. Um, <laughs> uh, she is going to take an action to uh, step backwards a little bit. She's going uh, back towards the altar a little bit. Um, Ariado, it is your turn. You got three actions. Um, you got see two of those massive Zulgat from before, and no, ah, oh, shit. That's not good. Uh, what do you do? You will need to make me a fortune save, by the way. Oh, what I do? Yes, because of the stench. It's very, very bad. Oh, good, good. Uh, 26. Okay, yeah, that's good. You, again, just fucking shake your head. You're good. Okay, gross. Um, 
out of my sight, and I don't know if I want to step inside the room. I feel like I have to. Do I need a step? Oh, I need a step. Mm. Okay. You don't step into the room, everything will be concealed from you because they are going to try to get away. Okay, I have to do it then. Okay, she's going to take one option to step a little ways into the room. She kind of has to to see. Hopefully, mm-hmm. where your positioning is now, you can see everyone. Yay! Cool. Um. <sighs> I'm going to pull a bunch of time. I better do it. I'm going to need her to make a will save. Uh, let's see how she does. How does a 15 sound? Sounds like a fail. It's not a crit fail, which is what I was hoping for, but it is a, it is a fail. Um, <laughs> crisis of faith. Ooh. 11 mental damage and... Oh, wait, no. Against Spellcaster. She's a divine Spellcaster, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. You see that right. of the that around her neck. Haha, <laughs> 28, 28 oh damage. Oh, my God. 28 damage. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. holy shit. You blast her, and she screams in pain. Um, and there's another effect for if she's a... Like, is there any other effect if she's divine Spellcaster? Uh, is stupefied for a round. Oh, my God, okay. You see her uh, clutching her head as you hear, like, voices in uh, her ear kind of whispering in a beautiful woman's voice saying, You can be better than this. Do not simply do what you are born to do. Do what you are meant to do. And she lets her, Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up! As she, as she kind of clutches her head. And she is stupefied. I mean, her saves are going to be a little lower for a round. Ariadna, is that your turn? Yep, and she's out in the open. <laughs> she is out in the open is the only thing. Um, and one of those Zulgat Spine Slappers does run past you towards Royari. Uh, Royari, you hear dum, 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 and you're like, hmm, what's that? And then you feel it. Um, Royari doesn't just hear it. I don't, I don't think Royari's like, what's that? I think Royari's like, ah, okay. Uh, that's going to be a 23 to hit. I think you also smell yeah, it. Yeah, you smell this boy coming close. That's a 23 to hit. Yeah, that is my AC. Uh, that's nine damage. Okay. He literally rolled a one on his 1d12 attack. Um, but on his second attack, I need you to make me... Like, as he is smacking you, I need you to make me a fortitude save as he uh, tries to use brutal blow on you. I'm not rolling well for specifically saving throws in this. What was that? A 16. Okay, Royari, you are launched ten feet away. All right. Um, as you kind of skid, like, basically a huge hammer golf clubs into you, and you skid backwards over the stone pavement, uh, managing to, like, hold where you are, but also, damn bitch, ow. Mm-hmm. Um, that is it, uh, that creature's turn. The other one is unfortunately going to go for Ariato, um, which is terrifying, seeing this 12-foot hulking muscle and bone mu- uh, uh, dinosaur run for you. Um, that is going to be... A 21 to hit. That is my AC. That's 19 blushing damage. <laughs> if I used shield, I wouldn't be in this mess. Okay, that's what? 19. 19. Fuck off. Yeah. Ow. I'm like, you are you slammed bitch. into ribs by that, and it hurts. You hear Gibson from inside your back being like, remember Gibson's here? Making sure you're not getting hurt. Um, the second attack is a uh, 17, so it slams into the floor next to you, just about missing. <laughs> um, Volio, it's your turn. Are you going to let them hurt your girl like that? No. That's my best friend. Okay, well, stop them. I might do that. I might just do that. 
Um, mm -hmm. You're going to need to make me a fortune save. Oh, yeah. You keep asking that every time. 27. <laughs> you never learn. You never learn. What the fuck? Still, still likes that musk. I fucking <laughs> manifested this, Derry. Come on. Okay. Um, well, you are super fine. Um, you got three actions. What do uh, you do? Well, he's going to start raging. Okay. He's going to take a step. He's going to hit this guy as hard as he possibly fucking can. Uh, 17. Uh, a 17 is a hit. Roll damage. 13 bludgeoning damage. Nice. Okay, you slam him into a uh, rib and he lets it out of pain. Um, is that your turn, Folio? Yep. Okay. Uh, Royari, it is your turn. You cannot see much of anything at all. Um, you, like, know the direction that you're thrown from, but, like, honestly, right now, stuff is kind of hard. What um, do you do? Is there any way that I can make the finest go away, or do I just have to... It's just a minute. You're going to be... You're going to be ha having a little bit of a difficult time for uh, a minute. Rari uses the rapier, like... You know, when people use the... I can't remember what it's called. Seeing eye stick? Yeah, that, um... Feels it touch the Zulgoth and is like, that's not either of you, right? Do you think fish shaped like that? I uh, know I'm a little bit ahead of you. All right, then I'm going to kill. Um, <laughs> and is going to murder. Rare, you kind of fumble around. Uh, it's you have like your speed is reduced because you're kind of like trying to fumble around, but you hear like a lot of noise and you're like, okay, take this is the way. You run and. Lo and behold, you are next next to the spine snapper. I still have panache, right? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna use um a finisher. Okay, go for it. Uh, a seventeen. Seventeen is a hit. That is how much damage? Twenty-one. Yep. Okay. That is a slash and bash. You cut into this flesh after you touch it, and it lets out a roar of pain. You're like, okay, it was the monster. Um, Rari uh, twirls a lock of her hair. And it's like, I really wish I could see you right now. <laughs> um, and I'm going to roll diplomacy. Okay, go for it. 25. Uh, a 25 against this dude on a bun mo. That is a mm -hmm. crit. Yay! Uh, so on a bun mo. Um, basically, uh, on a critical fail of a Bunmo, or a critical success, he's going to take a minus three on penalty, uh, a minus three status penalty to perception and will saves for a minute. And uh, he needs to either take an action uh, or just deal with this. Ray, will you make me a fortitude save? Uh, Alright, that is a 23. Okay, yeah, you're fine. So, he is very, very confused. Like, why would you want to see me? I'll get it. He's kind of scratching his head, really confused by that. Uh, so you have Panache Royari, and he is very low will. That's my that's my entire turn. Okay. It's uh, Uzan Shell's turn. Uh, Uzan Shell is still kind of reeling from being uh, hit by uh, Crisis of Fate. She is going to start casting Harm. She kind of skirts off to the side so that she uh, won't hit any of her allies. And when she does, she make uh, she kind of holds up her hand. Okay, so Ariato, I need you to make me a fortitude save as she is casting a spell on you. Hey, okay. Um, 20. That's going to be a fail, unfortunately. Yeah, I had a feeling. Uh, she oh, is casting eight. harm on you. Cool. So that's going to be 3d8 plus 8 HP. You fuck. 
22 down, Jariato, as she Ow, pulses you, bitch. you full of negative energy. You doing okay? Well, no. <laughs> Ooh, that's scary. If okay. I had to rate myself on a scale of 0 to 56, I'd say 3. Technically, that's her whole turn. But hey, Ariato, you might want to get out of the way between the two Zulgat Spine Snappers. It's your turn. Yuck reactions. What do you do? Or. Oh, no. <sighs> <laughs> Ariato, you're going to die. <laughs> what are you doing? Thinking. No, no, do, 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 do either of these guys have opportunist? Uh, up, like attack of opportunity? Do I? Do, can, can I leave? <laughs> yes, you can. Like, they, none of them have, like, attack of opportunity is a very rare ability. Trolls have them, and I think they're, like, some of the only monsters I've seen that have them. These guys don't have it. All right. Well, uh, she's going to back out for a second. <laughs> Call. You run out of the, of the hall, you pass by Royari, uh, who is still kind of fumbling around. Well, she's going to tap Volio on the shoulder <laughs> and Ooh. cast Enlarge. <gasps> well, Volio suddenly fucking Dynamaxes. Um, our body starts floating around <laughs> in a circle on his head. And Volio, you are big. <laughs> she, she, uh, once she, uh, she lets go of his shoulder and says, help. <laughs> It'll do. Uh, okay, it is the Zulgat Spine Snapper's turn. One of them is a fucking idiot and covers the entire door, meaning the others can't, literally cannot get past. Um, <sighs> and he, he's creating a bottleneck. He's the worst fucking Overwatch player you've ever seen. Um, <laughs> that is a idiot. 29 to hit as he goes for your throat, uh, Volio. 29? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be a hit. Uh, that is 12 piercing damage as he rolls <laughs> into you. Oof, ouch, each, ooh. And uh, he uh, then is going to grab you, or he's going to try to grab you with an athletics check. He starts to wrestle with you. Um, that is going to be ooh. an 11 against your fortune, DC. <laughs> That's a crit fail. Oh, no! That's lower than my... Fortitude modifier. Oh my god. Awful. Do better. Um, Yikes. <laughs> on a critical failure. Oh shit. Hey, you can make a free uh, athletics check right back to grab him. Oh, I'm gonna do that. How's a 23 sound? A 23 against this dude's fucking uh, Fortitude DC? Oh my god, that's literally the DC. Volo, you fucking grab him, like, by the uh, neck, and you're fucking- you got him in a headlock. You're not going anywhere! He's going to try to escape. That is an 11. That's another crit fail. Fucking hell no. Get out of here, you weak bitch. And he can't escape on his next turn. He is- he gets himself locked tighter in your grip. <laughs> And he is also blocking the door. You hear uh, from the other side, uh, Shell being like, You insolent idiot! Get out of the way! And then the other one just roars something like, uh, undercommon. Uh, but boy, you got this fucking dude. It's your fucking turn. Wait, what does he say in undercommon? I know undercommon. He says, Dumbass. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. They're really, they're really BMing this guy for getting in a headlock, huh? Yeah. Uh, boy, you've got three actions. Ariata would like some juice, please. 
Um, and you are fucking Jurassic Park treeing this fucking dinosaur man. Ariana would like some juice, but um, allow me to be a bit vicious here. Uh, I'm just gonna bash him in the face multiple times with my maul. Okay, go for <laughs> it. Just uh, over and over and over. Well, that is a 31, that is a crit. <laughs> um, and on a crit, something that you guys uh, seem to be forgetting is that you do have critical specialization effects now. Um, which means that on a crit, uh, this guy... Oh, you can knock him straight onto the floor and make him take another 10 damage if you like. I'd love to. I'd love to do that. You knock him straight down. You kind of like drop with him um, and you're pinning him to the floor. Uh, and the critical specialization effect for the hammer makes him prone. So you drop him to the floor and you're still grabbing him. You got one action left. You got a hammer in your free hand. This guy is in a bad state. Oh my <gasps> god. Mercy on this man, I rolled a nat 20. Oh, kill him. Oh, no. Volio <laughs> commits a murder. Murder. Merciless. Okay, Volio, as you drop him and slam his head like into a like a paste on the floor, um, oh, energy swirls around you, and you... 32 damage. As you do so, uh, the magic that kind of like glitzes and glamours off you kind of solidifies, and you get a plus two to your AC for until your next turn. Oh, nice. From your nat 20 on a kind of magic effect. Hell yeah. Um, so very nice. Uh, you have absolutely fucking killed him. And the others can't see you now, but like also, you did just kill one of them extremely badly. Royari, it is your turn. Okay, Royari's like, oh, oh, all right. You could make a perception check to try to figure out where they are, like where the other people are. You would need to make a minus four. You would be at a minus four. But these guys are also very, very big, so you can hear them. 24. Yep, okay, uh, Royari, you hear, uh, you can definitely hear one um, over kind of like to the west. Uh, so like you can make your way through the doorway, jumping over this body and uh, get at him if you'd like. Yeah, Royari's gonna do that. Okay, Royari, you Teresi your way over. Uh, and you got two actions left. You got panache. What do you do? Um, Rayari is going to fucking attack. Okay, go for it. I'm gonna use a finisher. Okay, go for it. It's 20. 20 is a hit. How much damage is that? 17. Very nice. Uh, you slash him into him and you let that out. Um, and you got one action left. What do you do? I'm gonna use one for all, um, so I can just help, um, Volio kill and attack. So, uh, Rare, you are going to help Volio one for all. Excellent. Um, it is uh, Uzen Shell's turn. She is snarling. Um, she has overcome her uh, crisis of fate now, uh, which is great for her. Um, and she is going to kind of rush uh, towards you, Royari. Uh, you hear And then suddenly you feel a punch to the face. There's a 26 to hit. Yeah. That is eight piercing damage. And I need you to make me a fortitude save. Eight, and then... That's a 17 plus 12. 29? Yeah. Okay, that is a pass. Um, you feel as she punches you in the face, you feel demonic energy rushing into you for a moment, but you steal yourself. You're all good. Uh, and she snarls and says, <sighs> You're even more disgusting up close. Oh, uh, I find that quite the opposite is true. Uh, she's going to punch you again, and she whiffs entirely. That is a 17. Nope. Okay. Ariado, it is your turn. Oh, God. Down what do you the do? lesser healing pot. <laughs> okay. Healing. Go. 
Oh god, that's only 28 plus 5, so... Okay, so I have 20 HP back. That's good. It's better than what you had before by a long shot. Do you remember you can also activate your uh, resonant reflection? Gain fast healing if you need it. It's two actions to cast it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to need the remaining enemies that are alive to make me a fortitude save. Uh Uh-oh. That's going to be a 10 plus 9. That's a 19 for uh, for Urashel, which is, I assume, not great. And a uh, 7 plus 13. That is a 20 for the Zulka's Spine Snapper. They both fail. Uh Uh-oh. And they're both deafened. Oh my god, what? (gasps) Sound burst. Boom! 14 sonic damage as an explosion of sound rips through them. Um, Ooh, they aren't looking great at all. Um, And that's my turn. (laughs) That is your turn, Ariato. You have severely wounded them both, and they are both in a bad spot. Urusha looks extremely poor right now. The Zulgat Spine Snapper, uh, which is against you, Rari, that's a billowing roar, and he's going to go for you. Mm-hmm. That is going to be a 20 to hit. Um, no. You feel a hammer whiffing down right next to you. That's another one. This one is a 24 to hit. Yes. This time he actually does slam into you and has 20 bludgeoning damage. Ooh la la. Okay. Uh, lastly, he's going to make a uh, final attack. This time it is a 60. No. He attacks three no. times and lets out... Um, and then someone else goes, brah, because Volio, it's your turn. What do you do? You're huge. Brah, I go brah. I'm going to carefully step over Royari. Okay. Don't want to squish her. Actually, uh, Ariata, are you still doing bad? I'm at 20 out of 56 right now, so <laughs> I'm still alive. Volio <laughs> um, stops in his tracks. Like, uh, you know how in fucking cartoons they're going to do something and they just fucking stop? On a single frame with like a <laughs> stupid face he does that uh and he takes out okay. yeah, he'll take out one lesser healing potion for Ariato. um volio you pick it out of your pocket and uh, it's huge and when you drop it almost instantly it returns to its normal size and Ariato, you catch it out of the air <laughs> he dangles Thank it you. over her uh, you got two actions left, Volio. What do you do? He, he steps over the dead corpse of the man he just fucking brutally murdered and um He's going to try to do it to another person, but a smaller one this time. And he's going to take his hammer right over his head and slam it down. 24. Okay. Uh, Royari, would you like to make a diplomacy check to aid him? Yeah. This is at a plus four because you're a very good special human. And you love helping people. True. <laughs> so this is a plus 18 then. 24. A 24 is a success. Um, so, Volio, you get a plus uh, two on your attack roll. What is your attack roll? Uh, well, my attack roll is... 24, but that'll be 26 now. Okay, and how much damage is that? Because that's definitely a hit. 14. Okay. Volio, you fucking swing your hammer up and you slam it down, and when you uh, pull back, it's like a fly has been swatted. Or a shell twitches and lets her ah, on the floor before she moves no more. Oh, shit, she died. You super killed her. Oh, fuck, I didn't mean to do that. Royari, it is your turn. You got panache because you, you saw how much you helped Olio there. Uh, with your dear sweet words. Um, what did you actually say to him? Royari is just like, you can do it, Folio. Keep going. Uh, you hear, and you hear that, and you're like, okay, so Volio just killed someone. Um, so you can keep facing the way you were before. Um, you got panache. 
and there is a huge monster. What do you do? There is somebody right in front of me, right? Mm-hmm. Rari's going to use just a regular precise strike. A precise strike. That's what I'm going to use. Okay. Um, 30. A 30? Oh my god, okay. That is a crit. Okay. That's 14 damage. Don't I have a deadly D8 on crits? Oh, you do. Roll me another D8. Well, it's only one, but it's fine. You have two actions left. What do you do? I'm going to attack again. 27. 27 is a hit. Roll damage. 15. Rayari, how do you do this while you are blind? I think Rayari is really just kind of attacking blindly, obviously, because there's a big fucking monster in front of them, and she doesn't want to die. Um, so I think that she's just kind of, like, wildly, like, stabbing. Rari, you stink, you shrank, you shunk. With that, you managed to pinhole this fucking dude. And you have finally defeated most of these horrible nasties we'll get. Finally. So, after a few more, like, after a few seconds of uh, Rari kind of bumbling around, mm-hmm. unable to see, his eyes return to normal, and... She's no longer blind. Ah, so all did. Unfortunate. That was all of us. You know this, right? (laughs) Yes. Rayari sort of looks around. Is there anything interesting in this room? Certainly that fresco of um, this Everhunger guy coming out and destroying multiple towers is quite worrying. That's like, there's five towers. Rayari's like... Hmm. Uh, Ariad's gonna down the potions that <laughs> Volio gave her. Well, what were they? And uh, lesser healing potions. Ever. So two d eight plus five. Okay. And you gave me two or one? I gave you one. If you need two, just ask. Briari needs to heal. I mean, you guys could probably rest here. It looks pretty safe. Um, Givzib is kind of flying around, and he's like. Perfect! You've you've successfully defeated all the monsters on this floor. Look at you, you're real level clearers. Givzib is proud of you. Givzib thinks you're talented monster hunters. Givzib is not a monster. Givzib is a friend. Oddbody, did you hear that? Not a monster. (laughs) Oh my god, don't scare her. Well, if she's not a monster, then I can let him go. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Please do not let Oddbody kill Gibzib. I have no control over his actions. Ariato, uh, as you're kind of looking down, um, you see on the floor, there is that fucking aura shell. The crown she was wearing is really, like, familiar looking. She yoinks it off her head. Um, and you recognize it as a moonstone diadem. Ooh, she won't be needing this where she's going. The moonstone diadem is uh, what you would use to put your memories into those moonstone points, which to you tells you that memories have been implanted into it. Ooh. Problem. Oh. It's busted. Like, badly. Oh, God damn it, what? It... <laughs> Seems to be irreparably broken. Yay. It's basically just decoration now. Well, it looks like it could be worth a nice bit of money at the very least. This is basically cheap change now. <laughs> Royari, uh, your street boy senses are going off, and you see that there is a shelf mm-hmm. in the pulpit. You can swip it open, and inside there is a strand of standard holy prayer beads with Arden's iconography, a scroll of heroism, 
and a leather-bound religious text detailing conquerors and rituals honoring Arden. And you look at this book and you kind of glance over. Looks antique. Looks rare. Might be worth about seventy-five gold. Very nice. Rory's like, oh my, oh my god. Hmm. Perhaps it may be a little blasphemous, but Arden is dead. Um, and Rory's like, these could sell for a lot. Oh, money. And Rory's like, uh, pulls out the things, like just the like the items, and looks them over and stuff. Um, Ariato, you know that if you were to have these prayer beads, anytime you cast a, a divine spell while they're around your neck or in your hands, you would regain one HP. And mm, okay. uh, once per day, you can cast Bless or Heal with it. Mm. Each once per Useful. day, actually. Would you like to take it or would you like to sell it for money? Uh, she's probably going to take those, actually, because they're, they're pretty useful. Not for the HP thing, but for the heal thing. Yeah. There you go. I mean, even dead, the HP thing, that's going to add up little by little. Nice. Yeah. So you take those. There's the book. There's um, the Scroll of Heroism. Um, Volio could learn heroism if you wanted. I say with, like, a raised eyebrow. He doesn't want to, is the thing. Uh, he, you could probably you could probably sell that for a nice amount of money. It's a scroll. Those tend to cost a nice amount. Yeah. Um... Also, you, actually, now you look at it, you don't think you could. It's not an arcane spell. Huh. Ariata would learn it if she wanted, but, like, it lasts for ten minutes, and it gives uh, the target a plus one on attack rolls, perception checks, saving throws, and skill I'll checks. I'll take it, but there's no guarantee that she'd actually learn it herself. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely fair. Um, you pick that stuff up. Very cool, very nice, very fresh. Um, Givzib uh, kind of sits and says, Givzib thinks we should rest now? Gibzib thinks you've used a lot of spell slots? Yes, I did. Gibzib's advice is, Yanfi, there's pulpits and hues. Gibzib thinks you could sleep. Gibzib is very correct. Gibzib will not slit throat in middle of night. Gibzib is considering learning about Nocticula. Good job. I'm proud of you. Of course Gibzib will not do that. Because Kipzip will be botched by Oddbody. Kipzip is terrified. Do you guys want to sleep for the night? Because you have spent like a couple of hours now just exploring the underground. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that'd be nice. How about we activate that fucking fast healing shit? Yeah, that's, I mean, like, yeah, you can do that. And like, when you go to sleep, you will have healed to max HP in the morning. Yeah. I'd Let's love do, to that. do that. Okay. You guys... Get some rest, you sleep in shifts around a campfire. It's kind of weird sleeping so deep underground. But once you've all rested enough and you feel that your life forces have been bolstered, uh, you get up and you're ready to delve deeper into this place. Givzib kind of like lets out a chirping. Good morning, everyone. Givzib will now guide you to the underground. If everyone is ready for Givzib to take you. Oh, good. You did not die. Well, congratulations on surviving the night, Gibzib. Gibzib is appreciative. Go on and take us. Okay. Gibzib kind of leads you through this place, through a door to the south. Uh, you kind of like start making your way through like the church's storage rooms. Um, you can see that this place has been almost completely raided. Graffiti of like Zul Gaps eating and killing people, triumphing over everyone. It's everywhere. Um, 
it feels bad to be walking through a church like this. Mm-hmm. And that's when you come to the stairwell. Standing in front of you there, as you get to the stairwell, is a statue of Aradon. A really well-kept one. Unlike the ones you saw in uh, the like the um, Aaron Tower, this one is like well it has no signs of erosion it barely has aged a day aside from some moss towards his feet it is the dead god of humanity standing with a uh, flame in uh, his hand lighting the way for you you have a few moments to kind of reflect on that because damn yeah I would like to make a perception check real fast yes 30 that's an at 20 oh my god oh so, I think uh, what the others notice is that this statue seems like everything else has been graffiti. This statue seems to have been. It looks like it is completely untouched by the graffiti. But, Royari, what you notice is uh, behind the statue, mm-hmm. on the floor, mm-hmm. there's a piece of parchment discarded amid the debris. Royari saunters over. Uh, the parchment contains an. It seems to be an itemized list in a language you don't understand. Mm-hmm. Royari picks up the paper and is like, "Does anybody understand this language?" And like, holds it up to both um, Ariato and Volio. Uh, um, Volio peers at it. What language? Uh, it's not a language you know. It's not undercommon. It is in very fancy handwriting, though. I am what? guessing it's not in Abyssal either. Nope. Do you guys like to okay. all make a society check to figure well, out what Bolio it might be? also knows Celestial, doesn't it? Yep, it's yeah, not yeah, Celestial either. Elven, Celestial, Draconic? Oh. Nope, 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 nope. That's not nope. Tien. Okay. Nah, 20. Oh, shit! Oh, shit. Ariato? Okay. Hey, Ariato. It's not the, um... It's not that you understand the language, but you do very quickly figure out what it is and some, like basics of it because of the handwriting this is Amaran the language of the cat folk oh 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 and this appears to be a list of treasure which has been crossed out Uh, you recognize some words the ones that haven't been scratched over are ghost's diadem goblet arm and white skull okay um so this is Amarin, language of the cat folk. Uh-huh. And it's a treasure list. I don't know what it, what the crossed out words are, but there's like goblet, white stole. Uh, yeah. Huh. So she might have been passed here. Probably like a list that she threw away or something. Which is weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Royari, you're not 20. You can tell that it definitely fell out of her pocket after that. Royari sort of hums and is like, this fell out of her pocket on accident. Hmm. I don't think that she meant for this to drop. Well, sucks to be her. Oh, yes. We'll probably find out exactly what it says later. Um, important. I'm also wondering why this is so well kept. Uh, it has probably some important stuff that she wanted to get. Probably. She does like hoarding. Mary's like, hmm. Well, there's a door down here. 
It's behind the statue. Well, um, can we just shimmy behind and get to the door? Yeah, we could do that. Okay. Sure. Rayari shimmies behind. Hey, um, so you guys are all heading down into the underground? Mm-hmm. Yep. Gives it is like, going somewhere I've never been before. I wouldn't be saying Yahoo just yet because sometimes we, we've been down this road a few times. Sometimes you, you, it's better off that, oh God, you sweet summer child. Give them, give them gets to go new places now. Oh yes, you do. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy for you. Um, I'd be cheerfully wary, cautiously <laughs> optimistic. That's it. Alright, got a hand on the hilt of their sword. Well, you go down deep. Um, and you enter the lower level of Moonstone Hall. As you kind of make your way down the stairs, you see that uh, they are worn down by countless generations of footsteps. They wind downward to an intersection of hallways adorned with dusty rugs and ornaments with thimbles of wind on discarded bones Bits of broken weapons and awful smell provide evidence of recent Zulgat. What do you guys do? There, I was just going to peek her head down the hallway, make sure it's all clear. Uh, she's going to use her Staff of Impossible Visions. Um, so, Ariato, this is the uh, cool druid staff you got from Nemia. Um, and the, uh, the symbol kind of woven out of string at the top of the staff weaves into an eye. You kind of poke it around the corner, and uh, as you are holding it, you can actually see in your mind's eye what is around the corner, and like a magical periscope. And you can see nothing of real interest. Just a very long. Sick. She just turns to them. She just turns to them and says, "Well, it's an empty hallway. I mean, it's it's nothing really that that I see. I see carpet on the other side." Um, Ooh, carpet. There's wood. Hmm. No, yeah, there are other uh, there are other hallways. I can see like the corners, but other than that, is uh. well. I feel uh, I'm not in danger, so let's check. Uh, as you're stepping, suddenly all three of you, at the moment that you all step as one into that intersection, it suddenly gets very cold. Ugh. Oh, that's weird. Fuck. LANGUAGE! What the fuck? What? Um... Uh-huh. Is there a person in here? Rude. Right behind you. Uh, Rari turns around. And as you oh. turn around, you do indeed... Well, actually, funnily enough, you don't see anyone. Uh, I think you forgot to turn off your invisibility. And it starts to get even colder. Ah. And you... Get this like sincere vision, like you get a sincere feeling that you are being watched. I don't have enough clothes for this. Jesus Christ! Turn up the heat. <laughs> and literally, then, as you're kind of like confused, from behind you, you see someone emerging from the floor, like phasing oh out of the ground. Oh goodness! Oh, why I'm are you so right. close to me? Rari's <laughs> Rari at first is like, Ariado, are you cold? You can use my jacket, please. I. I I'm uh, literally wearing a tube top. <laughs> an old person! 
Harry's <laughs> like, oh, do, oh, give me one moment, uh, Mr. Old Person, and unhooks their jacket and um, gives it to Derry. I don't know where. Thank you. I have sleeves now. Um, you, you four, uh, gives it because uh, and that fucking hides what odd body of all people. And odd body <laughs> just kind of like doesn't move, kind of just staring and blinking. With a, Body. Oh, that's not right. Is this a ghost? Well, the old man, um, let me describe him for you. He is wearing long green flowing robes um, and around uh, like a extremely long gray beard that kind of goes down to his stomach. His hair is also like down nearly to his back. Um, and as he stands with a cane in one hand, an authoritative like an authoritative glare on his face, you see the most unusual take. Mm-hmm. The symbol of Aradin around his neck. Oh. And also the fact that he is floating about two feet off the floor. Ghost! Mm. It is slightly transparent. Ah, he's a ghost. What? If he wasn't, he was on death's door. And he kind of uh, stares down at you, and he squints, and he says, um, Travelers, identify yourselves. Why have you come to Moonstone Hall? Um. To get the Zulgath out of here. And have fun. He kind of squints a little bit. You are adventurers who have come here to rid this temple of the blighted troglodytes? Uh, yes. Yes. Sure. Yep, basically. And with that, the sound of whistling winds and uh, haunting noises kind of just ends as quickly as it started. And he kind of drops to the floor. (sighs) Were you trying to intimidate us? I was investigating your reasoning for being here. I'm not hearing okay, a no. What's the verdict? <laughs> if I if I intimidated you, then that was simply part of the exercise. Alright, alright. I will point out, you can still kind of see through him. Yeah. Barry's like, um... Sir, are you a ghost? Well, that's quite rude. Do you need help passing on? No. Quite assumptive and quite rude. The youth of this century are something else. I just, I was just asking if you were guarding the place. Wait, I'm I'm not not use. What age are you, elf? Uh, He whispers it to him. (laughs) You are not even half my age. What? Holy shit. Oh, how old are you? 500? 600? I am 621 years old. Oh, bingo! Oh my, oh my you've been here a while. My name is Ultadar, and I am not the guardian of this place. I'm the only damn person here who cares about cleaning, keeping it clean. Okay, that's fair. Oh, so are you the one that kept the, uh, the statue clean? Is that you? The statue? Oh, yes, no, the statue of, uh, the, st- the gateway guardian upstairs. Yes, he sensed, uh, he saw the symbol of Aradin around your neck, sir, I assume. He points at you, Rary. Or else he would have crushed you into a paste. Oh, well, I'm sure glad that I had it with me. Now, and he kind of, like, uh, floats around you a little bit and says, And what are your names, travelers? My name is Foliofia. Ariadobati. You may 
call me Royari Sansonax. Sansonax? Mm-hmm. Hmm. It takes a moment to stare at you and says, An interesting coincidence, I am sure. Oh, it's not a coincidence. Well, regardless, he moves on, not really giving a shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, you see, like, briefly in flickers uh, in the other corridors um, where you had heard whistling noises, see flickers of other priests of Aradin. You count about three of them. Um, looks like he wasn't exactly alone. So there's more mm. of you. Oh, yes, someone has to keep care of this temple. Do you know the living priests of Aradin barely take any care of this place? does tell you back in my day when the fate of Arden was strongest, when the Shining Crusade was at its highest, and soldiers in his name went to war against a whispering tyrant in Ustalav. We were a dedicated lot, and nowadays we just have lazy Ardenites just shirk their work and let the place fall to ruin. It may have to do with the fact that he's dead. And they, they are like a hundred and something years old. I would find it to be difficult to do things when you're a hundred if you're human. And unable to float. I be- That's true. I beg your pardon. I would rather be not make such crass jokes in my... Oh, they're not jokes. I'm not joking. I was raised by them. They're like a hundred. I old do- as fuck. For humans. For a second, he flickers... And he looks very ghostly and skeletal, like really fucking bad for a moment. Like glowing white eyes, like bared teeth, rotten skin. And then he flickers back into looking like an old cranky man. He's like, as I was saying, you adventurers, if my, if the living clergy of uh, this church will not take care of it, then Aradin must be uh, his... This place must be uh, sanctified in Aradin's name in order to keep his goodwill upon us. Hmm. Well, what if we help? That is what I was thinking. I need your aid to cleanse this temple from the intrusive troglodytes and teething cat. Oh, oh, I actually have a question about that cat folk. Yes, you may ask. Have you... You've seen her? I have seen her, and I've seen what she has done. I have fought against her myself when she tried to take some of our major artifacts. Alas, I was unsuccessful. Unfortunate. Um, have you heard her say anything, do anything, um, just anything that could get her into trouble with the law? Well, I will say she has a foul mouth and a poor attitude towards the, towards the last Aslanti. One must show due diligence to the man who uh, rose this island and uh, brought glory to mankind. Mm-hmm. And he kind of points at you and says, As the high priest who oversaw Moonstone Hall's construction many lifetimes ago, I hereby conscript you. Oh? I ask that you destroy the intruders in Moonstone Hall. In exchange, I will allow you to keep whatever you find. The temple's contents, I reason, are less important than its sanctity. And if you require aid, I am quite a knowledgeable source. After all, I've been the only goddamn man taking care of the libraries and books here for the last 600 years. Language. 
What was that? Nothing. I didn't hear anything. Are you... Uh, do you have unfinished business? Is this your unfinished business? Yes, I do, in fact. Well, if you help me, will you go away? Move on? Kind of raises an eyebrow and says, Would you like to know what my unfinished business is? Yes, I would love no to No one hear in it. this goddamn temple knows how to organize anything properly. Is that because they're all Zucath? No, the priests, lazy bums, don't do any work. I hardly ever see anyone around this place. Goodness sake. Oh, that's because they're dead, friend. <laughs> you are the only one here. You do see, like, there are other ghosts, but, like, he, like, all of them flicker for a few seconds, and he's like, I do not appreciate a man of your age talking back to a man of my age in that tone. You will refrain from making such ill-tasted jokes immediately. Sir, what year do you think that it is? I have lost track of time entirely. I know that I am 600, and that is all that matters to me. Well, um, Fair. it's 4720, just so you know. Hi, the years have gone on. For reference, Aridin's been dead for 100 years. And Aridin? I, I, there are still people who worship Aridin, but he... Talking. Do you want, okay, I can stop if you really don't want to hear it, Aridin but I, lives, I just... You lie! I think that it's a good idea okay. that we don't say anything about Aridin. And his body, like, again, completely, he flickers to look like a fucking skeleton, like, glowing eyes, rotted skin, and for a second, like, like the cold wind starts to pick up again, it says, No! Aridin lives! It is a lie! It is a lie! Tell me he lives! He lives, he lives! He's I'm alive. just a sick little liar. He's alive. Whoa! He's alive. <coughs> um, questions. Me. Have you just been here this in, this entire time? Like I said, who else is going to take care of this? Apparently you're the only one who is ever responsible. Uh -huh. Thank you, I have been saying this for the last six centuries. <laughs> Nothing gets done unless I'm the one doing it, for goodness sake. Well, if you'd like a hand. Yes, I would appreciate that. Cleaning this place up will, I feel, be a burden off my shoulders. Do you have a specific, like, system that you follow? Because I know that people have, like, specific systems of organizing like shit. Like Louis Decimal? Getting rid of the troglodytes, I say, would probably be quite helpful. In return, like I said, you may take anything you like, whether it is physical or knowledgeable or spiritual. If any of you require, I may happily convert you to the ways of the last Zlanti. No. I am an excellent teacher. No. As as much as I would, as as much as, as I appreciate the offer, um, I know many things about Aridin already, and I have a different... You know, I me. once met uh, his angel Arasni myself. Oh! Alright, winces. Like, just physically winces. And it's like, oh, how did you? Yikes. Was, it has been was a while. That, was, did that go you, well? uh, Would you like to roll a religion fellows real fast? I know our character, you know, but just for, for the for the best. Yeah. 22. Yeah, that's, uh... Well, actually, I think this might be news for KK and Ritz. Might be. 17. Where's my religion? Fuck, I can't read. Uh, 26. Okay. So you guys know that Arasni was indeed 
um, the an angel of Aradin. Uh, she was mm-hmm. summoned during the Shining Crusade to fight against the Lich King, the Whispering Tyrant, and she was killed horribly. A few centuries later, knights who had fought in the, uh, that crusade, their descendants, were like, let's go on another crusade against this other evil undead nation. And she... They lost pretty badly, and in revenge, that undead nation took Arasni's body, um, reanimated it, uh, broke her mind, and made the once angelic figure into a lich queen uh, who was spiteful and torturous and overall kind of horrible. Um, that lasted for a few hundred years as well, until just last year, um, where some adventurers, uh, when the Whispering Tyrant escaped his prison, um, she was destroyed uh, by a powerful spell by the Whispering Tyrant, and the spell that was used was apparently so strong that it released her from her bindings. Oh my god. When she was destroyed, she was not remade as a physical creature uh, in her phylactery as a lich, but she ascended to true divinity and became a god. Oh, thank fuck. She deserves it. Uh, she is neutral evil, um, but she has chaotic good followers. Mm-hmm. She is a goddess of uh, vengeance, um, the abused, and... Uh, Redemption to an extent. She's kind of in the middle of being redeemed. She's neutral evil, but she exclusively attacks other neutral evil, like, she exclusively attacks other evil people. Um, so she's kind of working through some issues right now. Yeah, that explains it. That explains it. For her, honestly. She super isn't fond of Aradin for fucking her over like that, because they called on Aradin to come kill the Whispering Tyrant. They got Arazi instead, and she was killed, and Aradin didn't do anything about it, so... Maybe saying that you met Arasni as a good sign for Aradin is a sign of the times. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I met Arasni and she was quite, she was as wonderful as the scriptures say. Is that so? Yes. What, 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 what was she like? Um, I've, I've never she, met her. Well, I, <laughs> you know, I think I know that. Um, Arasni is a truly wonderful and uh, blessed being. She sacrificed her life in the name of Aradin and shall sleep eternally. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Rayari, Rayari literally just nods and is like, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so, about that system, quickly changing the subject. Yes. <laughs> um, so, Zulgath, gone. We got that. Uh, anything else on the list? I will guide you to some tools you may use to, uh, Finish cleansing this place. Goodness knows the amount of demonic worship those vile, surf, uh, deep creatures have used in this place. Oh yeah, don't worry. I uh, I hate demons, so they'll be gone. You are a woman of excellent taste, my dear. Now, <laughs> once you have uh, cleared out whatever monstrosities live here, I will aid you in cleaning up this place on a spiritual level. Ooh, okay. And if you, uh, do you require any information or studies? Uh, uh, do you know anything about the Aeon Orbs? We also encountered a moonstone pool. Hmm. He kind of, uh, strokes his beard and says, Yes, I know much on the subject. Uh-huh. 
And then he points suddenly to the uh, to the right, and he says, But I think you'll find that scholars put their knowledge in books, and you should refer to the library. Okay. Oh, reading. And uh, he, he kind of says, I will make sure to follow your progress through these corridors, should you have no further questions. You will find the information you are seeking, uh, where you go. But in the meantime, simply calling upon my name will be enough to get my attention. Wonderful, mm. thank you. What, what's your name again? Altadar! Father Altadar, if you will. Mm-hmm. Father Altadar. Um, alright, that works for me. I think Ariana takes out the, uh, the Moonstone Tiara. That's very broken, and she says, Well, um, one of the Zulgath was wearing this, and I saw that it was broken. Is there any way to fix this? Hmm. Well, that looks quite similar to the one I have. He points at his forehead. Oh, shit! <laughs> yeah, what a coincidence. Um. He kind of Twinsies. picks it up, and you can see that this thing is, a, it is physical. It is a real one. What a coincidence. And he's like, yes, yes, this is a moonstone uh, diadem. It lets you peer into the memories of a moonstone pool through, uh, uh, well, like I said, you must read through the books to find out more on that. Okay. Death. So there's, like, no real way to, like, mend it? If you do a good enough job in this place, I will give you my own. Hell. Okay. Uh. Hmm. Will that be all for now? Yes, yes, I think so. Thank you, Papa. Oh my god. Remember, call my name. But for the sake of thematicism, say it three times. Otherwise, I will ignore your request. I will not come if you happen to mention my name. Must be looking while doing it? No, no, no. Simply saying it three times, it must be spoken unbroken. Oh, yes, click our heels together, too. No, I just treat... Oh, it must be spoken unbroken? Yes, three times spoken unbroken. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you want to sing the rest of the song, Terry? Ready? Okay. This doesn't work because the next line was because. <laughs> and with that, I leave you to yourself. Whoosh. And with that, he whooshes away. Um, as soon as he leaves, Volio, like... He leans into the others and he's like, I want so bad to see what happens when you tell him Aladdin is actually dead. We can't bad do that. things, Volio. But really bad things. We could, he we almost could went die. full on poltergeist on us. Yes, but I would like to see it. Volio, what if he ends up going to hell or something? I, I think that'd be funny. That would not be funny. I, it'd be a little funny. It'd be only a little... I am fairly certain that if I went back to my family and said, Hello, I saw a ghost of one of your brethren and I sent him to hell because I pissed him off too much and he went insane, I think that they would disown me. And unfortunately, I do not want to be disowned. I simply want them to relax. Also, he has buddies. Yes, he does have buddies. Yeah, you two that would be, be less fun. We are in a position We're where not- if we got surrounded, I think our asses would be kicked into next week. <laughs> all right, all right. He throws his hands up and he's like, okay, I understand. No, none of that business. All right, yes. 
Un- unfortunately, Volio, your actions have consequences. Sometimes. They, they will have consequences if it if it means that I die. Oh, easy, don't die. We already have another, like, strong Zulgat somewhere over here along with our old abusive boss. <laughs> I'm not gonna add angry ghost men. <laughs> oh, Bye, God, yes. The fact that she's around at all in this situation is, um, disturbing. Yeah. This is true, but we will prevail. She... She truly cannot take a hint. We don't want anything to do with her. Really horrible magnet. Unfortunately, I find that that is how the worst people in people's lives end up being. Well, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's okay, though, because we can just... We can just keep going, and then... Yeah, let's just keep moving. What? There's a library apparently somewhere, so why don't we just let's go read? Yes, let us indulge in the texts of old times past. Oh, fun! Uh, what do you guys do? Time to read. <laughs> yeah, where's the library? Uh, do you want to go to the library? Mm-hmm. Yes. Gibbsip is like, Gibbsip has never been here. Gibbsip did not know that there were ghosts down here. Mm, truly fucked up. <laughs> Severely. Yeah. Yeah. It is a little bit fucked up. And with that, you guys push yourselves into the library. Oh, sweet son of a bitch. Oh! Okay. Fuck. So you make your way into the library, and I think what that the reaction. Fuck is that? I think that reaction is a pretty good one. We barge in on something? Apparently. Do we disturb them? What are, what are they, uh. What are they doing? Powering mahogany bookcases line the walls of this chamber, shelves crammed with thousands of ancient books. A thick layer of dust covers the shelves' contents and a round reading table to the south. Rickety wooden ladders the ceiling provide access to the highest shelves of books. Faded, treadbare brocade rugs stretch luxuriously across the floor. And there's a big old summoning circle. And you see two things when you enter. Um, one of them is a Zulgat, mm-hmm, and one of sure. them is a scary fuck-off demon. Ah! It stands Fuck. at about 12 feet tall, um, with a humanoid-like body and digitigrade legs and a long sh- snaking tail. But then, uh, from the head up, it's got, like, a bird-like appearance except its beak is super, super long. It's got a huge, long crest, and it's got shredded bat-like wings. All right. Uh, would you guys all like to really quick roll me a religion check? Sure. I do love flat checks. Yeah, it's 14. 17. 23. Okay, a 23, I think, is enough. Ariato, you recognize that that is a weird, fucked-up version of a vrock. Who what? A vrock is more commonly known by the moniker of a rat demon. Mm. Um, now, uh, right. so what you know about the vrocks is that uh, they are, when the gates of the abyss uh, swing wide, the first demons true are often vrocks, the vulture, uh, vulture-head scions of rage who wheel through the air on black wings or dance with the exultation of their fiendish power. Their hatred for mortals is matched only by their desire to inflict suffering through their horrible screech or their devastating dance. 
rocks form uh, from the souls of hateful mortals were thus given another chance to inflict their rage on the world. What you can tell, however, is that this one is again a glutton dark rock. Um, you can tell because this one looks less like a vulture and more like a pterodactyl. Okay. Yeah, and um, <sighs> it looks like um, they don't notice you immediately when you like enter. Uh, this Zulgat that's standing in front of him is like raising his hands and being like, You must listen to me. I am Gauzukal, mage and demon binder. I bring you here, demon. Who served a mighty crusade and like uh, the rock just screeches in his face and is like alright let me get to the point you stay here you get to kill people and uh, the rock just snarls and says, I have to kill you he's like no no you can kill other people I do and there's a moment of silence and then like uh, this uh, Garzukal guy you guess uh, you don't think he's one of the demon binders mentioned he doesn't look really quite high rank enough he looks more like an apprentice uh, pokes his head around the corner and he sees you two, uh, you tree, and he's like, mm-hmm. like damn, you use your fiendish powers of rage to enter the full might of the glutton deck and descend upon these monster, these surface dwellers. And the rock kind of turns and stares at you, and like with a flap of its wings and a screech, is like, yeah! and uh, he steps over the summoning uh, line having made an agreement with his binder. And, uh, three are gonna have to roll me initiative against a fucked up pterodactyl demon. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.